Welcome to a Radio 191 FM podcast. I am here with Liz and Jonathan from the outstanding, outstanding Tamaki Makoto based band, The Beths. How are you both today? Good, uh, we're good. How are you? Awesome. Yeah, I'm good too. Um, so on November of 2020, The Beths played at Auckland Town Hall, with Aotearoa being one of the few countries where live music was still possible at this time. On the third anniversary of their debut album, Future Me Hates Me, they've released a live album and film of the concert called Auckland New Zealand 2020. The album and film are out today on Car Park Records, both available digitally, and the album on vinyl from October 1st. So how did you decide that a live album and accompanying film was what would be up next for The Beths? Is it something you've always wanted to do? I don't know if I'd say it's something we always wanted to do. It's like, it feels like a quite a classic thing to do. Um, I remember, yeah, kind of growing up, seeing bands kind of releasing um, live albums and it, it's, it's, it was really, I remember like watching DVD, like a yellow card DVD of them playing live. <laughs> For me, it was the White Stripes. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, um, yeah. A, a way to see that band, especially... I mean, for, for us, like, well, Benson used to come to New Zealand, so it was a nice way to kind of hear that band live. And since we haven't been able to tour, yeah, it kind of felt right. Awesome. Um, so looking through the track listing, it's a beautiful marriage of both albums. Um, was there a lot of thought put into the track listing for this show? Yeah, there was. It's kind of a funny story, actually. We, we sort of thought... We, we we listened to it and you know we were reasonably happy with it it's always a little bit hard to listen to your own stuff and listen to, especially to live playing it's often, often quite unflattering listening to it later on um, but we did listen to it and we sort of thought okay we can stand by several of these songs and we, we could we could you know we could put them out there into the world and be pretty happy with the performance and Treat it entirely honestly, you know. It's a real live recording with all real live tracks and no kind of touch-ups or anything like that. And um, yeah. and we just kind of people around us, like our wonderful label car park or our management um, or, or uh, friends of ours who were at the gig, just kind of kept expressing their or sports team actually who who did the video and everything, like just kept kind of adding new favourites from the set. Mm. To the point where uh, almost the whole set has made it onto the album and and movie. Um, we sort of initially were going to cut it down to you know a, a tight eight or nine and a bit of chat, and it's um, just kind of kept growing and growing. And then the warnings came: oh, this is probably not going to fit on one <laughs> side of a vinyl. You guys, you know, <laughs> we might have to do two vinyl. And then the, the label were like. Well, we do two vinyl then. We must have Little Death on there. So we have to have to do two vinyl. <laughs> um, so it just kind of, yeah, it's, it's a bit, it's outgrown its proportions a little bit. But um, no, we're, we're happy with what's there. Yeah, it's definitely, it's an awesome track list. And I am very excited to watch the film tonight. Um, so when this was recorded, was the audience aware they were witnessing recorded history or was it a surprise for them? Um, we, I'm not sure, I can't remember if when people turned up, but it definitely wasn't a secret on the night, like, we, we wanted to, like, have sports team, who had a team of people kind of running around in white shirts and red shorts, mm. um, filming, like, the whole experience, and they were on stage, and we kind of wanted it, wanted to, yeah, bring the people who are in the room into the kind of 
movie-making experience or at least like into the yeah. into the fold in terms of the fact that we were capturing it and then kind of bring the people who hypothetically would be watching in the future into yeah. the room. So it wasn't just like they were watching, you know, like spectators from far away. We wanted them to feel like they were kind of included. And welcomed, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, awesome. Well, yeah. Um, so you've now well established yourselves in the international scene with praise from the New York Times, Rolling Stone, NPR, amongst many more, plus upcoming tours across Australia and North America. Um, are you excited to get cracking on the Australian tour this November and North American tour for 2022? <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we, we both shared a look with each other that said, uh, just now, um, on the other end of the line, we both looked at each other with a look that said, I don't want to answer this. And the other person said, I don't really want to answer this either. So I'll take it. Um, it's, uh, it, it, is, it is exciting. I think Australia is going to be a struggle. That, that one's probably mm. going to be moved to next year. But um, yeah. the, the States in January is, at the moment, it's 50-50 on, like, really thrillingly kind of looking forward to it and remembering like the good things about touring and and just imagining being yeah seeing people for the first time in so long and um yeah and and just kind of living that lifestyle that um became our self-identity in terms of just Mm. we are people who sit in a van all day and play rock shows at night, and that's who we are and what we do. Returning to that is 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 just something we so desperately want. And um, uh, and then the other half of us is just honestly like just kind of exhausted by everything mm. that's happened in the last couple of years and or the yeah. last year and a bit, and um, and kind of unable to go there. Uh, so there's a there's a bit of us that's just trepidatious and um, not getting our hopes up yeah. not getting too excited about it definitely COVID definitely added some extra challenges to booking live gigs and all of that stuff and over the last couple of years so it would be yeah sort of a lot of uncertainty around it um, but you've also got some exciting stuff coming up around Aotearoa as well with uh, Labour of Love Festival this summer and the Others Way Festival this November, uh, hosting two star-studded Kiwi lineups. Are you excited to be headlining Others Way this year? Yeah, like it's it's a festival that we love and we're gutted that they have had kind of bad luck where they were one of the one of the few festivals that got outright cancelled last year and um, mm. and that they've had this uh, some, like you know some bad luck this year as well. Yeah. So I really hope it gets to go ahead. It's such a special and unique festival and the fact that it's on K Road is really and that's where we kind of grew up playing and yeah. where our studio is and um it, so we really hope that they can go ahead and, and Labour of Love as well, like we've played more in Hawke's Bay in the last year than I think we ever have. Oh, it's been, so it's been great, yeah. That's, Kind of a, a, a really fun um, a consequence of the last year, I suppose, is just that we, yeah, we, we normally hadn't really played in Hawke's Bay, and but we've managed to play mm. there a lot um, since we've been uh, in stuck in New Zealand, I suppose. Yeah, it's a <laughs> and, beautiful uh, place. <laughs> and now, and but now it's great because it's a place that we can kind of go back to, and, and we're really lucky. And we wouldn't yeah. forget about Dunedin either. We do have plans for Dunedin, but um, those plans will probably have to materialise next year. But it's. Um, you know, it's in our thoughts and in our minds. Awesome. Well, that's good to know. Um, so 
you guys have recently been announced as a finalist for the Silver Scroll Award, which is New Zealand's most prestigious songwriting award. Uh, how does it feel to be recognised for your outstanding achievements in the New Zealand music scene? Uh, when you first formed and then released your first EP, did this feel like a possibility? Um, no, it, it absolutely did not. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I mean, when we first started releasing music, I think we were doing it for the same reason that... Um, Anybody makes music in, in New Zealand because it's so kind of far away from everything. You just want to make something with your friends. You want to make something fun. And, mm. um, yeah, the, the, the Silver Scroll uh, nomination is always is always a real, um, a real something really special because it's voted on by fellow songwriters and it mm. feels great. Yeah. Well, um, thank you guys so much for taking time out to chat to here, uh, chat to us here at Te Reo Irirangi Kotahi Radio 1 this evening. Uh, you can order their album now wherever you purchase your good music, and the film is available to be streamed from Vimeo or YouTube. Uh, the album is also available on Spotify, Apple Music, and other good streaming services. And the best will be hosting a watch party on their Patreon at 11 a.m. tomorrow, so patrons can watch the film in real time alongside the band. So, yeah, thanks again, and we hope to see you down here in Otipoti sometime soon. Soon. Hope so too. Thanks so much for having us. Thank awesome. you. No worries. Wait. Um, we will now have the best with Future Me Hates Me Live. You're listening to The One. Listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. There are heaps more at r1.co.nz.